When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Harrison Boone Podcast. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. I actually recorded this episode weeks ago with Shannon and Jesse, but I was in the middle of my training camp for my boxing fight and I just didn't have any time to sit down and really do some life admin. But on the back of the fight, I'm sort of getting a bit more free time now, so I thought I'd actually sit down and pull my finger out and get this done. So sit back, relax, enjoy the podcast. It's a really, really good insight into what the boys went through in their relationships, behind the scenes with some of the production things, and really gives a bit more in-depth insight into what they really went through and experienced themselves. This isn't an edit, this isn't a TV show, this is raw. This is raw what the guys went through and how they felt about their partners. And some of the stuff in here, I'm gonna let you know, it's pretty deep, so you know, Sit back, keep an open mind, listen to what the boys have to say. I think it's a really good podcast. And as always, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate your support. I couldn't imagine anything worse than like cucking and watching your wife get railed in a porno. Yeah, watching all those interviews has been tough, man. I just, I can't put myself in that guy's position. Just couldn't imagine that. But he seems real cool about it. What, who is it? What's the guy's name? Uh, Adam 22, that's all I know him as. And then he's, what's his wife's name? Lana the Plug or something? Uh, I, Lana the Plug? I don't know. Isn't that her name? Don't know. Is this like an inside joke or something? Is this one of the math dudes? Uh, it's in did, the, did he, it's in did the he get on the um, OnlyFans and start pouting? Oh, I think is Adam. I just think Adam, our Adam. <laughs> Adam from Fucking <laughs> 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 oh, absolutely. He do it. He loves it. I don't think I don't think our Adam is into that. He could be. I don't know. He he's going to be joining us soon. I, I think. So I've got. Uh, <laughs> no, I should we better play it safe? Oh no, he's not. He's so nice. He's so great. 
So I should I should introduce AKA threesomes every fucking second. Day. I should introduce my guests. I've got Jesse Burford and Shannon Adams from season ten of Married at First Sight joining me on the potty. And hopefully Adam Who's fucking won- Shannon? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's one of those side characters. Yeah. <laughs> in the background. Fucking hello. How are you going? Not much information, but okay. <laughs> it's, a little, it's David Hughes. Just a little David Hughes, I know. It's fucking Hughesy. <laughs> just a guy that did a little two week stunt on the show. Was it two weeks or three weeks all up? Oh, no. Ah, uh, don't know. Couldn't even tell you. Houdini. That's what I call myself. One minute I'm there, then poof, I'm gone. I think, no, Shen, Shen was gone on the second week that it was on air. But I think we'd been filming at that point for about four weeks. That's the one thing that a lot of maths audience don't understand. Don't like, yeah, yeah. One week that makes TV could equal 12 days in, in real life, you know? Mm. That's a bit like the whole filming process too. Remember we had like 5,000 hours worth of footage and what, only a couple of minutes make it. Yeah, yeah. One thing, uh, one thing, Shannon, that never got shown on TV was a scene that the producers actually set up between you and me. Do you remember this, where you came to Oh, my- absolutely. It was yeah. a long time ago. See, that's what people don't understand. Like, it's nearly, it's nearly a year for us now since we, like, you jumped remember- on, wasn't it? You remember what we talked about? I do. We caught up sneakily. We weren't allowed to, were we? Nah. And we're like, you know, fuck this. I'm going to have a beer and I'm going to catch up with him because this is just bullshit. So we met, Jesse, you don't know this, but we actually met at the pub for a beer because Shannon had something he wanted to tell me. Okay. So we met at the pub for a beer and Shannon, I'll, I'll hand it over to you. What you? I don't know if you remember what you told me at the pub. Nah, you're telling the story, mate. What did I say? I didn't really see it as me wanting to tell you something. I think we just wanted to exchange of what was going on between us both. Yes, yes. I just thought we were just completely related. Yeah, so it was pretty serendipitous. Mm. Walked out what did of, I say, though? We walked out of Sky Suites at the same time. Um, He's paused. And Shannon, uh, Shannon and I bumped into each other out the front of uh, just the top of Kent Street there where there's like, you know, the Irish. Fuck, you've got me intrigued. Have I got you? Have I got you? Yeah. You're cutting out a little bit. Jess, Jess, are yeah. you live with me, mate? Yeah, I think me and Shannon are good, but it has, has keeps cutting <clears> out. <throat> yeah, right. Sorry. Um, Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Harrison Boone is uh, not paid his bill. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna park up at a Macca's wife while I was gonna use that. Thought, yeah, hashtag Tana Shen Shen. So Shannon and I walked out of Sky Suites. The house has fallen on hard times. Oh, <laughs> you can't pay the internet bill. Times <laughs> tough, mate. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that connection is unstable. He's like full frozen, isn't he? Yeah, I think my, I think my housemates are on the, on the Netflix or whatever. No, they're not. Yeah, the fucking porn. dogs. On the porn. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, y- your internet's about as unstable as your relationship, mate. <laughs> uh, uh, my all of our relationships. Relationship is way more stable than my internet connection. In fact, uh, after you said that, Gina just walked into the room and gave me a look like, 
<laughs> anyway, uh, Harry, you had my curiosity, but now you have my attention. So let, let's get into this. So what did I say again? So we met at the Irish bar on the corner. Oh, that's right. Now I know I did have something to tell you because it was doing me nutting because, you know, obviously I won't name names, don't need to, but, you know, they're all like on the chat, chat, chat. And I was just like, I was fed up with it. Like I'm like, this is just, is this what you're getting told, mate? Because you weren't even getting told half the information. Because you didn't you say like, um, I think you were. Well, the girl, uh, girl group was getting told. Like in my language, I'm probably not going to beat around the bush. You, know, I think you were saying, you know, um, you, you banged your missus, and then straight after you said, "I'm not attracted to you." Yeah, yeah. You were livid though. I remember you were livid. Yeah, the the definitely the girl group was getting. Uh, a different story to the truth. So yeah, it was on track. You got me. Yeah, I got you. Sort of. I I don't I don't drop out. I'm not losing you guys. I got you loud and clear. That's right. We're just losing you, mate. Yeah. But like Sydney 5G. That's okay, though. Um, I've got time. Yeah, and so essentially we went back to Sky Suites. We shot this whole scene with the producers because you and I talked and we were like, this is fucked. All these lies are being told about me to the girl group. So you and I sat down and shot this entire scene where you laid out exactly what was being said, all this bullshit about me behind my back from Bronte. And then, uh, yeah, never none of it ever got shown because – the next day she came out, I confronted her about it, she apologised and uh, admitted to all the lies and uh, none of it ever got shown. The, the scene between you and me, the scene between me and her, none of it. Yeah, well, that's exactly right, yeah, because we needed to refilm it again, remember? It's like, oh, we hate doing this on and faking it, but we sort of have to, well, that's okay, we'll roll with it, just as long as you roll with the punches and play it. But no, they made it, yeah. Was there, any, was there anything for you guys that you felt was crucial in the experiment that was filmed that you think would have been a much bigger impact for the audience that was never shown? Fuck yes, absolutely. Can I go first? Sorry to interrupt, Jess. When uh, what happened, now everyone could admit, and they went quiet on it, was that night when I said stay and look like a complete frumpet and she looked like she rejected me, she said fucking stay. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Kate. And that's where it got me because this is where I remember that conversation with us in that pub. Yeah, yeah. That pub, we said, look, they're fucking just here just to be on camera. Fair enough. Like, who, who isn't on that freaking show? Absolutely. Has its perks. Got to love it, you know. But, um, you know, because we're like, you know, let's, let's dance with them a little bit. Let's treat them like fucking shit. And I guarantee they still say stay. And I even said it that night too. I go... And she, she goes, oh, on the on the tick of my teeth, I'm going to say stay. I'm like, there it is. Fucking told ya. you. You treat my kid like nothing, I'll treat you like nothing. There's so much. So oh. you were like testing her to see if she would stay. Yeah, absolutely. 100% because I knew she would. She wanted to stay to the end regardless. So Absolutely. It, and I, I was happy to do that too. Fucking hell. We, we had a great time, isn't it? Like they made us look like we were miserable. I had an awesome time. I wanted to keep going to the end. I couldn't care less. I'll have friends at first sight. So you you were like saying this chick isn't genuine. 
So I'm going to push it as far as I can in the in the realms of toxicity just to see oh, stay in it. Yeah, or? there was more to it as well. So when I had a little bit of a suki suki and I said I feel, oh, yeah, like I'm over it now. It's fair enough. But, you know, truth be told, like take it or leave it. But um, what you what mostly got me was there was two things that were said. It's like I don't have to meet your kid. I don't care about meeting your kid. Okay, so I've got a kid. Like I'm not going to banish it and get get rid of her. Not it, sorry, but there. And when I said that and had a sooky sook, and then I said I still love my ex. That night, it wasn't on camera. She like, if you want to downgrade, go back to your ex. She said that. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, you want to downgrade, go back to your ex. And I, that was after I said I still love her. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. So I, there's obviously a reason why I treated her like absolute shit. Yeah, I mean, Every that reaction has a reaction. I'll give it back that twice would, as much. That would piss me off as well if someone said that to me. And Je Jesse, oh, I know. exactly right. Jesse, I know there was some stuff for you that came up that you was showing that wasn't showing. I know that um, one of the things that I recall from your relationship that was never shown was the phone call between Claire and the ex-boyfriend. Did you want to touch on mm. that? Yeah, I can touch on that. Um, I think if we do have any Mavs fans listening, they like they'd probably be hearing that right now. You say Claire and the ex-boyfriend, and be like, "What do you what do you mean, Claire and the ex-boyfriend?" Because what was shown on TV was like everyone assumed that it was Claire and Adam on the phone, right? Correct. Yeah. And then I can't remember whether the episode proved whether they were or not. Um, but what was completely skimmed over and never returned to was who was she actually on the phone to? And um, yeah, it was later in the season, like, I don't know what, maybe four weeks later, four or five weeks later where, yeah, Bronte was the one to, without saying yes, she was on the phone with her ex-boyfriend. She, she basically said, yes, she was on the phone with her ex-boyfriend. So it might not have been on the phone to Adam, but still probably uh, not doing the right thing by the experiment by chatting to your ex-boyfriend. I mean, I mean, who else got slayed for, for things like that? Like you got slayed for having uh, like hooked up with someone just before, like a week before or something. I can't remember the timeline. Shoot that out. makes two of us then, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we got fucked. Yeah, because remember... Yeah, because uh, Johnny Boy goes, that includes you too, Harrison. That's fucking bullshit. I love it. Shannon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You both got slayed for it. Yeah. Oh, mate, it didn't matter what I said. It's like, uh, mate, I cracked it that night too. I was like, I don't even have a fucking voice here. What are you doing? Like, everything yeah. is just saying. Like, are you serious? Shannon yeah, yeah. Or the yeah. ceremony, he was like, Bro, like, because I was basically saying to the boys, I was like, oh, like, I was hooking up with a girl right before the show, and then I cut it all off, walked down the aisle, met, you know, whatever, uh, met the chick I was matched with and all that sort of stuff. And then, like, that was the life I left behind to go on the show, right? 
And I got chewed out for that. And then Shannon turns to me. This was like all on camera before we go to the commitment ceremony. Shannon turns to me and goes, yeah, don't worry about it, bro. I fucked another girl the night before my wedding. <laughs> I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but look, hang on a minute. We were the ones that just got caught. Yeah, yeah. Well, we admitted to it, right? No one else did. Mate, and we're not going to take any chances. God, we, we remember genuine people. Yeah. Like, mate, it's a fake marriage. I'm going to take piss. She could have been, she could have plucked about 50 other dudes before the show and go, you know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. All right, then, well, I'm not going to pass it up either. Hey, yeah, I wonder genuine. Isn't that, that what question. you wanted? Like, I was still happy. Like, I'm still glad I left when I left because yeah. it would have just been fake on my behalf. And that's not fair on viewers. Yes. You know, you want reality TV. Mm. Well, I'm going to give you that, regardless whether it's in my favor or not. I like, and you do do that at the start. Like, you know, it's fake, but it's also putting on a good first impression. Mm. I feel you like know? at least be authentic, even if it's not positive, right? At least it's yeah. real. At least it's real. How easy would it have been to go on the show and be fake? That's actually really easy. What people don't realize is being fake on that show is the easiest thing to do. Like, it's hard to be on. Oh, I, I beg to differ because I took them serious. I even took those experts serious as well. I thought they were like full-on psychologists and stuff. Yeah, it's it's way harder to go in there and be authentic and live with the results of that. It's it's way harder to be authentic. It's so easy to be fake. Like it's yeah, how many how many things have come out from the person I was matched with about how fake she was on the show. Do you know what I mean? Like it's 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 way easier to be fake and hide who you really are and it's you got to live with that if it comes out but it's it's way harder to um it's way harder to be authentic and and live with the results of that and if people don't like it but at least i respect shannon at least i respect the fact that you didn't hold back and you were authentic and like even if things didn't work out or things weren't positive at least you didn't hold back from what you really thought or how you really felt in those situations like a lot of other people yeah. did. it actually it actually bit them a lot harder later because they held back do you know what i mean Oh, absolutely. Yeah, sure. That's the thing too. Like, because I was honest and honest from the start, like I don't have a guilty conscience. Yeah. You know, everything was there. Yeah. I just that's you know, yeah. As it's brut I was brutally honest, but at least there's honest in there, you know, I guess. Jesse. But look, I'm not trying to, you know, but yeah, it just is what it is. Yes, yeah, I did want I think to at it every still got me fucked. It got me absolutely fucked out. People didn't like Jesse when he got cheated on. Like, that, like, that had me, like, what? Like, why is she looking good? It, it fucking blew my mind. I don't care. I've got nothing to get. Like, to me personally, like, you know, she'll call me a fucking dick or whatever, a witch burnt at the stake, whatever. But I, I don't, like, mind Claire. Probably wouldn't date her now that you said she's on her phone to her ex. But, mate. What girls don't these days and what guys don't either? They're saying it's, it's the 21st century. I found those experts too with their advice. Mate, it is outdated. It's 2023, mate. That might have worked back in the 1970s. But, mate, uh, Johnny, read the book The Game, mate. Then, you know, that would be a start. <laughs> so let's, let's give Jesse a chance to talk on this. So... Jesse, pretty much at every turn through the experiment from what I saw, it was always the Achilles heel for Claire was Bronte. 
Bronte was always the one selling out the vital information that was the Achilles heel for Claire. If, mm. if any thread that undid the, the ball of twine that was Claire's time on maths, if there was any thread that just slowly undid all of that, it was always Bronte. Bronte was the one slowly slipping the knife in her back at every turn. And the way she did it was by feeding me that information. Yeah. Because Bronte didn't want to attack her straight on in front of all the other girls. So what she would do is she would do it via me as a proxy because she knows that I was the only guy that was going to stand up to her. And the first thing was actually confirming that she was on the phone to her ex that night, not to Adam. Mm. And so what it like, so what did you want me to? Yeah. Well, I mean, how how did it feel when the, because all of this came out around the time of the kissing scandal, right? So how did it feel then when, you know, she's kissed another guy, she's betrayed you. And then you find out that night that she was on the phone to another guy. What is it? It wasn't Adam, but it was her ex-boyfriend. Like she's now, if you look at this objectively, she's now cheated at, at, on the show with you and broken your trust and possibly going to cheat with you in the real world off the show with this other guy. So mm. just objectively speaking was looking like less and less of a viable option for a long-term partner, right? So how did you feel oh, for sure. when you're getting all this pressure from the production to stay on the show and forgive her and all that sort of stuff? What was that like on your mental game and how you were going through the – what was that like for you? It was absolutely horrible, bro. It's absolutely horrible to have your gut feeling tell you 100%, bro, this is not good. This is not how you should be treated. This is not how you – I was struggling, mate. The disconnect between head, heart, mind, whatever the fuck was so like 180. God. Yeah, it was a terrible, horrible environment to be in. There's so many things I want to say. I think um, a a lot of messages that I get on my Instagram now, because it's been months after the show, we've got our Instagrams back, is, wow, you're so different from like on your personal Instagram than you were on the show. And it's hard for people to reconcile that, which I kind of get because the audience just gets so swept up in what's presented to them on TV. They get so swept up in the non-truth of it all. And I like, well, yeah, mate, because I'm not in an environment anymore where I uh, don't feel safe. Like and now I'm out of that bullshit. I'm back into the real world and I, I can more comfortably be me. Um. <sighs> What were you saying before that I need to cover? Um, So I didn't find out that Claire was on the phone to her ex-boyfriend until the night we left, right? So going all those weeks, still thinking to myself, okay, yeah, she might not have been on the phone to Adam, but I know she was on the phone to a dude because I heard the freaking male voice through from the balcony. I know it was a guy. Um. So I was always wondering, well, okay, who was it? She ended up telling, she ended up lying to me um, a day or two later and said that she was on the phone with two friends and one of their boyfriends. Um, but like, she like never showed me the phone, um, never told anyone else that. 
Um, and then, yeah, four or five weeks later, Bronte says, yeah, you're on the phone to your ex or however the, she said it that day, whatever words she used. And it's just like, it just confirmed to me that I've been mashed with this hack, man. This, this, this person who had more motivation to um, get what she could out of the show than to give me any sort of uh, proper go. You know, yeah. I feel like a big motivator behind her and and Adam kissing is because I feel like she wrote me off. She 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 actually wrote me off way quicker than I wrote her off. Yeah, and so backwards how it was presented to the viewers. How I've got this ick list right that I'm so devoutly um, connected to, and that no, like Claire wouldn't have a single chance in the world. It's actually the opposite. I had all those standards, right, those icks, but I was going to put them all to the side for whoever was going to be presented to me, right? And that's exactly what I did. Um, yeah, but the same can't be said for other people. Can I ask you, so the honeymoon got off, and Shannon, we will come back to you, I promise. So the honeymoon... No, I'm, thing, I'm fine, guys. No, it's, it's all good. Honeymoon between you and Claire got off to a pretty shitty start with the list and then there was the fight at the airport and then on the plane and all that sort of stuff. And then um, something that wasn't ever shown that um, that I think is actually quite fucking brutal that she said to you on the honeymoon was she she called you autistic. I remember you brought this up later on um, and it never made it to air because there's a lot of stuff that's probably too, like, too taboo to put on television, right? But she... she yeah. It's like having autism or being on the spectrum or something like that, which and she used it in like quite a derogatory way. You felt oh, this is what I'm, I'm just oh, straight up, dude. Straight up, I, I, I remember turning back to the producer going, Is is this chick for real right now? She literally <laughs> just asked, like, Do you suffer from autism? Like, where, where on the scale are you? What, uh, and 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 then she tried to play it off like, oh no, I'm I'm genuinely interested in this, like, blah blah blah. No, just uh, and I'm like, no, dude, you were trying to freaking insult me, like, yeah. And, and I just I couldn't believe that someone would say that on camera. That is insane. And in that same conversation, she later tried to insinuate that I'm some freaking um, cradle snatcher, and I prefer like teenage women, and. Yeah, yeah. But there was a lot of eighteen-year-old. There was a lot of things <laughs> in your relationship that were damaging, that were really, I would imagine, would be really hard to come back from later on. Even when, <clears throat> like, when someone strays and kisses someone else, it's a betrayal. But it's not like it's not unforgivable, right? Mm -hmm. The point I'm trying to make is that your relationship was so damaged that even though what she did, even though it might've been forgivable under the right circumstances, I'm, I'm imagining that you were probably asking yourself, is this relationship worth salvaging on the other side of forgiveness? Because look at how it started. I, it's like, why would you want to go back to that? Even if you did forgive this person. Mm. You know, here's another thing I, I to all your viewers has, I, that's, pull back the curtain behind this whole shush thing because that was the first point of contention for me and claire and boy i did what i could to make up for it jesus christ 
Um, so the story goes that I shushed her at the airport, right? And when you hear those words presented to you like that, people think in their mind that I raised my finger to my mouth, looked at her, looked down upon her and said, shush, woman. It wasn't like that. Gosh, she was talking so freaking loudly in public, man. People are looking at us and I'm getting a bit like, Jesus, man. I'm like embarrassed. Uh, and I, I turned to her and politely as I could, was just like, man, I think we need to use our inside voices. Said it with a smile, said it delicately, said it, I think that's a pretty polite way to go about it. And uh, yeah, she didn't like that. She didn't like that one bit. And I fucking had to pay for it. I had to pay for it. Oh, sorry. Well, I had to pay for that. Oh, oh, sorry. Who's going? (laughs) No, no, you go. Finish. Sorry. Cool, cool, cool. I had to pay for that for the next, what, freaking, that happened in August. And then I'm still, I'm still suffering from that now because I still get, I still get it. Oh, the shush guy. Oh, I can't believe you shushed her. Oh, you deserve to be cheated on because you told her to shush. Like, what the fuck? If 99% of the population was there, they'd be like, holy shit, I'd tell, I'd, I'd tell her to shut the fuck up as well. Yeah, in that way. Because I remember, too, that sort of brings me back because remember how I caught up with my cousin, which I actually did, and mm. her kid as well. I said shush like this, like jokingly, like and shh to him because them two were catching up. You know, and you're not supposed to. We're not allowed to. We weren't allowed to catch up with anybody. But they live in Sydney, so I caught up with them. So it was sort of that give and take. You sure, 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 sure. Keep your mouth shut. So we just, you know, keep production at ease. I was actually doing them a favour. And they actually went out of their way to cause drama. This was Claire mm. and Lindell, right? Hey? Claire and Lindell did this, right? Correct. That's exactly right. You're and they saw it and I was like, it was my cousin. What Shannon's referring to is um, at a dinner party, Claire and Lyndall brought out this bombshell that they saw <laughs> out on the weekend with another woman and it was ex <laughs> and his kid and they were like out on a date and all this sort of stuff and they like brought this bombshell that was going to rock the show and Shannon's like, yeah, that's just my cousin. What, what's the problem? So these these vindictive women were trying to throw you, Shannon, under the bus as if you were cheating on Caitlin when really you were just catching up with a family member. Yeah, and no, that's exactly right. Talking to you about yeah. it, saying like, hey, what's the story? They kept their mouth shut for three days until the next dinner party and then they brought it in like it was some bombshell they were going to drop in front of the whole group. And they were sitting there yeah. like, they were sitting there this, like, so I've got some news. On the weekend, I saw Shannon out with another woman. You know what the pathetic thing was, though? Caitlin knew this all along, and she's acting on camera like she was upset. Oh, my God. Get fucked. I fucking oh, told wow. you, mate. Shannon, I was the you one. You know what? I'll even be honest there. If I had have been staying there any longer, it would have been my ex and my kid there because I would have flown them up to come and see because I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. Shannon. But it was my cousin. She's the ex-deputy mayor of Sydney, too, if you really want to look it up. Jess Miller. Shannon. I was the one that actually told you what they were planning and I had heard it for, through one of the boys. And as soon as I heard it, I was like, yep, I've got to go and have Shannon's back. He's had mine this whole time. I've got to have his back. I went and I, I told you out the front of Sky Suites and I said, this is what these bitches are planning. They're going to try and throw you under the bus at the dinner party, blah, blah, blah. You were like, yep, sweet. And I was like, I said to you, just you know, play it cool. Don't let it get to you, blah, blah, blah. 
And then at the dinner party, you just, man, sat back, cool as a cucumber, let them come at you. And then you're like, yeah, it's my cousin. What about it? And that you should have seen, you should have seen Lyndall's fucking face, bro. She's like sitting there all high pressed, like, oh, we've got this guy. We've got him in the rat trap. And then as soon as you were like, it's my cousin, Linda was like, oh. like she had it. She just heard. Yeah, if you want to, yeah, well, that's exactly right. Oh, I'll. All of the See, wind- that's that's what got me livid too. Like she she got upset about Cam saying about a threesome and stuff like that. But what people didn't know, she was bisexual. Fuck, she doesn't even know what she wants. She was a like, scatterbrain, but she got away with it. That's what I don't get. I would have asked for a threesome too if I found out she was bi. You beauty. I would have. I mean, it's more expensive. You got to buy two Chanel bags instead of one. But hey, oh well, <laughs> live like a king. I wouldn't even worry guess... about it, Jess. Too like, didn't didn't the news come out? Didn't um, Claire give a German steamer on her ex boyfriend's car? Is that true or not? Well, oh man, um, we've actually got to touch on this. So, out of all the cast members this year. Claire was the only one that had an entire group on Instagram coming for her, trying to reveal uh, her past to the contestants. I got messaged from them. Other other participants got messaged about this. Jesse, you probably know more about it than anyone. What was this that came up about Claire and what was she accused of? I, I think I'm the one that knows the least about it because... I remember finding out, right, and I ha- I'd never received no message from anyone. And then production pulls all the boys to the side that day and was just like, "Hey, we know that you've been receiving messages about someone." And I'm like, "What the fuck? I haven't received jack shit." And all the boys are like nodding their head, like, "Yeah, we know what's going on." I'm like, "What the fuck? Why am I the only one that doesn't know not know anything?" And then they pulled me to the side separately somehow by the stroke of god i was the me the the husband of this chick was the last person to be contacted by this um group that was out to expose her so i i had no idea um but production told me that yeah there's some yeah there's a group out to expose her and just be mindful and ignore it whatever they say to us you know copy and paste accusations and i didn't get Sorry, some of the ac- some of the accusations was, was that she's stolen money from previous employer, and this is all like I can't prove any of it. I'm just going by what got shared online. Again, like I don't have any proof of any of this. It's just and what for I- that fact. While we're on the top, like everyone has a past, man. Like fuck, whatever. Like I'm. That's just drama seekers that just want to go out and do that. They're just jealous. Sorry, but they were jealous of Claire. Everyone, whatever. bad luck. Everyone's got a past, but was being accused of like thieving money from a business or wiping human shit all over someone's car. Like there was some pretty dark stuff in those messages that I got about her. Mm. Yeah, there was. I can't the, 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 I remember the, there's been a long list, but yeah, I can't really touch much more on it. I remembered some, yeah, casino thing, stealing money. The 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 thing that already got revealed with the what did you call it shan a german steamer on her boyfriend's car i'm glad you highlighted that <laughs> far out i'm a bit old school absolutely i don't know if they use that language anymore it's like what's a german steamer everyone will google it now the point i'm making is there was 
there that's, was... a, that's a weird thing that I know it. I might love German steamers. <laughs> Come shit on me chest, darling. <laughs> yeah, so I just don't see that there was any other cast members that had people actively trying to expose them and their past, you know, and essentially calling them a criminal. Yeah, that was it. Was scary for me, man. Yeah, it was scary for me. I remember, I remember getting the the rap sheet and going like, "Who, who the fuck has this show partnered me with? What the fuck?" And I think back to the cheating, to all these little things that have happened in our relationship that that up until that point, and going, "Bro, no, this, I am not in a safe environment right now." But that's what I was saying before. It's like, why would you want to go back to that relationship? Do you know what I mean? Like, even though you could forgive the kiss, it doesn't necessarily mean that the relationship is worth salvaging. And the other thing I wanted to ask you, Jesse, is what was your relationship with Claire like for the duration of the show? Did you guys ever sleep together? Were you very affectionate? Were you, did you kiss a lot? Like, was there a lot of like, playfulness what was the relationship like how good was the intimacy of the relationship bro it was it was zero it was absolutely zero zero. um yeah so i'll tell you like the couple of times where it like made it maybe got to a one out of a (laughs) hundred yeah there was one or two nights on the honeymoon where we like maybe had a bit of a cuddle uh, as we were lying falling asleep and then the like two week, two or three weeks after she kissed Adam, um, she went, she like smashed a few wines before one of the dinner parties, man. And she was a bit tipsy. And that's when she kissed me. And I was like, I don't know. I, I think you're just kind of high on the alcohol right now and the whole maths roller coaster that we're on. You're not kissing me because you genuinely like me in this moment. I think you're just, yeah, maybe trying to crawl, crawl back claw something back because one of the biggest (sighs) one of the biggest criticisms was that i broke you up and that's definitely the way the show portrayed your relationship like you guys were going really good and there was all this chemistry and you were on the right track and you know you were being playful together and then boom that didn't happened i threw that spanner in the works and then next minute you guys were off the show and so yeah no that that is the biggest manipulation of footage you that 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 this this season had, man. The biggest. It was absolute. That's absolute bullshit. I don't even know where the fuck to start. I think for the audience's sake, let's start from the um, what is it? Uh, the retreat week because all the footage that you saw of Claire and I were those brief moments where I might have had my arm around her, or we might have looked at each other and shared a smile. Those brief moments do not represent the remaining 23 hours and 59 minutes of the day. It absolutely does not. There was one night on retreat where we're doing, I think the drama was revolving around you, Leighton, Mel, and Bronte. Uh, That night, man, Claire ignored, Claire completely ignored me. And so in my mind with filming, I'm thinking to myself, oh, they're probably going to show this to the audience as here I am trying to give this thing a go and she's just brushing me off 
snubbing me off every chance that she gets. No, that night they focused completely on you, Mel, Leighton, and Bron. And I was like, it's just like, for fuck's sake. All they showed with me and Claire was the, the good moments, which was so few. But that, that's the power of the fucking edit, hey. You can just show tiny little amounts and convince the whole nation, oh, Mate, these guys are good. Talk. We absolutely were not. I could talk all day long about how they edited that piece of shit of a show. But one thing I will <clears throat> touch on is one of the biggest criticisms that I received this season was that I somehow got inside your head or had somehow <laughs> manipulated, I'd manipulated the course of your relationship. I derailed it. And yeah, you got thing- you got in my head. You're the public <laughs> yeah. master. Well, well, that's the thing, right? Like it, it takes away all of your agency. Like you can't think for yourself. Like a few words from me is all it takes to completely fucking derail your relationship and how you feel about someone for a start. And the second thing is like, how good is a relationship really if all it takes is a few words or a few home truths in order to destroy it? Mm, yeah, well said, bro. Well said. What's this, Shannon? You said it fucking clear as day. I even remember that too because you're like, you're only staying here because you're only worried about your reputation. Well, where did I get that information from? Again, you I got that information. I got that information. I got that information from Bronte. Everything that was Claire's undoing on the show actually came from Bronte. <clears throat> yeah, because yeah. they're going out. They're hanging out with each other while cameras aren't rolling, and that's when they are their real selves. That's yes. when they're going, oh, my gosh, so I had to film this thing with Jesse today, and I had to do this and say that, and it was so painful. You know what? I actually really don't like Jesse, and I'm just staying on the show to um, – fix my image after having kissed Adam because I know I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then so and then and then Bronte now has that up her sleeve to use against Claire whenever she wants. And of course that's going to happen, right? Because that's I, man, I feel sorry for this new crew of maths cast members that have just started filming, man, because they're about to walk into that that world where you know, it's fucking volleyball, bro. People just wait and set up their shots to just spike someone down. It's it's an ambush. It's a fucking ambush, bro. Get yeah, it. because because ambushing yeah. someone yeah. and putting someone on the spot makes for good television. I saw them try to do it with Shannon at the dinner party where yeah, trying to call him out for catching up with his cousin. You know, I saw them. I saw Claire yeah. do it with you at the dinner table for shushing her at the airport, like. That was like a yeah, yeah, week bro. and a half before that dinner party and she brought it into the dinner party as ammunition against you. Like you watch these dinner parties and you realise yeah. that people go in there with a loaded gun and most of the time it's yes. actually aimed at their partner. Yes, yes. That's such a great analogy, bro. The people go into the dinner parties with a loaded gun. They've, they've just stacked up ammunition throughout the week and they're yep. like, all right, here's my chance to drop it in front, of, in front of the whole cast here and all these cameras and make myself look good at the same time. Yep. Fucking hell. Mostly on the part of the girls. I never fucking did that. God damn. Yeah, the, damn. The, biggest, I, the biggest person that did that this season was Evelyn. <laughs> well, yeah. Might have to agree with you there. <laughs> so, I don't have, I don't I have am, any Insta. 
I don't have anything against her. Like she played the game well, but like that, let's just admit that's what it was. It was a hundred percent playing that game. Like, you know, she she got a bunch of ammunition from her husband and she took it into the dinner party and she destroyed two relationships with it. Hugo's and Taylor's and Dan and Sandy's. And like I'm not giving Evelyn the the credit of being able to destroy those relationships because those relationships were fucked long before she walked into that room and dropped those bombs, right? But what I find yeah. interesting is the complete dichotomy between Evelyn and myself, storyline wise. Yeah. I did yeah, it. She, she, right? She did yeah, it. She, yeah. did it. She did it to make a name for herself. I did it because I had your back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's fucking bullshit, bro. How yeah. can she be held up as this like, wow, love how she's calling out the boys. But when <laughs> one of the boys calls out one of the girls, it's like, misogynist. <laughs> Yeah, it was a bit like it's that. It was fucking very, backwards. It was very yeah. uh, sub-final. But let's just go back where, like, it still baffles you why you were still there, Jess. Like, you had that whole cheating scandal, everything like that happened to you, yeah? Yeah. You stayed there, man, because, honestly, you, like, from – I had no idea that you were like that, mate. You blew me away. Like, I just wanted to keep on watching you. Like, I'm like, are Thanks, you man. Like this, mate. I thought you were just quiet in your room doing sweet fuck all, just playing on your fucking computer. Like, mate, you were entertaining. You are the reason why they wanted you to keep going, man. Yeah, yeah. And you can see it too. Fuck, a good quarter of a million freaking people agree would agree. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's the same goes for you, man. You had fucking good. Yeah, like, don't take that away. Like, as much as it was frustrating, mate. I'd rather sit in my bathtub with a toaster than talk to Bronte. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I would say about Jesse, and I agree with Shannon on this, is I actually think out of all the people, Jesse was probably the most three dimensional in real life and on the show. Like, awesome man. I loved grit. it. He had grit, he had stamina, he had fucking heaps of charisma, he was funny. Like, Probably the the most complete three dimensional person I would say on and off the show. Well, that's a very there flattering thing to say, Hans and Shan. Yeah, thanks very much, boys. That's um that's really nice to hear. And you know, like there is a, I, I feel like what you're saying is is true, and I just I wish that I had a better. Um, circumstance throughout filming to showcase that more to the audience, you know, because I was so fucking suppressed, man. So I'm surprised that the amount of personality that I do have even did make it to the freaking screen because, uh, God, I did, as you both know, I just had such a bad time throughout filming. You were fun to watch, man, and you Speaking just wanted of- more. That's why you were staying. Like, it was just, I could just, as soon as we saw it on telly, it's like, yeah, I understand. But having said that, though, like we even even said from the start, was um, you know, it was very boys versus girls. Mm. Yeah. You know, yeah. But you know, I'm not that kind of person. Like you know, it's not black and white. It's not like pol- it's not politics. Like there's good and bad with like each. You know what I mean? Like I love Adam as well. Yeah. Go to war for him, but you know, like he didn't just like that night where it came to. 
I remember with him and Claire because he completely denied it and it ended up being true. Yeah. Yeah. That was gaslit, gaslit all of it. And I'm like, right. I, I love the guy. Just don't ever do that to me again. But especially you, like Jess, like, fuck, he had us all convinced. Yeah. And what yeah. people no, is I actually confronted Adam about that. I went down to his room and confronted him one on one about that because I felt like, um, None of the other boys had the fucking spine to do the right thing and go and confront, you know, another because because Adam's like he's not a small bloke, right? Like, um, I couldn't imagine Ollie going and standing up to him. Ollie Ollie couldn't stand up to anyone. The the, the entire time on the show, anytime something came out of Ollie's mouth, that was in a separate room with the his wife holding his hand, saying it behind a guy's back. Do you know what I mean? Like, I felt like out of all the guys, I was the only one that was going to go and stand up to the guy. And I did because I felt like he did the wrong thing by you, Jesse. But no one ever really saw that. Like, and and Adam and I nearly came to like I'm not a violent guy. We nearly had a full punch on me and Adam. Like we were like right up in each other's face about to start throwing them, and then the producers separated us. Um, but the like people don't see like I'm mates with Adam now, but people don't see that. Like that the the guys hmm. were the guys were willing to call out guys and girls' bad behavior. The women never called out bad behavior from each other it was always they would do it via their husbands so they didn't have to so they could save face like they were much more manipulative with how they went about it yeah yeah so there's a couple of things i want to say in response to that one i'm so gutted that that scene between you and adam never made tv so um, many two. scenes like that bro so many scenes like that never made it to tv where people would have been like, this guy's fucking great. You know what I mean? Because they, they needed a villain. And if they showed me like that, oh, they wouldn't have had a villain this year. Yeah. Yeah. The second thing I want to say is I'm so glad that you did do that because I didn't feel, you're right, bro. I, I don't think, a, a lot of the boys didn't have the balls to, to stand up for, no. at least for me in that moment, besides you, bro. And to hear that Duncan was still going to the gym with him each day, that I didn't tell this to Duncan, but that fucking hurt me. But for fuck's sake, Doug, man, why are you asking me to go to the gym with you, bro? Like, whatever. So, oh, that no, was nice he would have been, mate. I mean, all to him, he played his fucking cards right here. He did really well when it came to that show. He did fucking well. But I guarantee, while with what happened as an end outcome, wasn't he? Isn't he dating Evelyn or whatever now? Yeah, he would have been thinking that the whole time. He would have been banging Alyssa, thinking of her. <laughs> Sorry, but it's the truth. Hey, Shannon, I've got to ask you too. Um, we saw a lot of like really, really negative. I, I, I actually think that we saw all of the most negative scenes of your relationship between you and Caitlin because that made for the best TV, right? Like they only showed the worst parts because you were only there for a short period of time. They needed to make yeah. your relationship as impactful as possible. <clears throat> so they showed the worst of the absolute worst in order to portray your relationship as toxic and, and dysfunctional and all that sort of stuff. I wanted to ask you, do you think the theme of your relationship that was shown on the show, do you think that was representative of your actual relationship or do you think that they showed the worst of the worst in order to make good television? Because I want to know, was your relationship as toxic as us, the viewer, watched it to be? It was probably worse. <laughs> there was some edits. I'm like, oh, thank fuck that didn't go to air. <laughs> like, I, I wasn't, man. Like, I put on a first impression, but nah. As soon, it, mate, 
Like I even said it too. As soon as you walked down the aisle, I wasn't blown away. Like I'm sorry. Like not like not what I asked for. Right. None of us Man. really got. None of us really got what we asked for, bro. Yeah. I, well. Well. Yeah. I. I don't know. Just. It is what it is. You know what I mean? There's just well, so much. Like there was that much right. Like constantly just thinking about going on in my head in that scenario. Like it was just completely spindled. Like, yeah. it was even like that, too. I felt like in boxies, yeah, whatever I said, the complete opposite happened. I'm like, oh, fuck. doesn't matter what I say. Because there was a time where I agreed with Adam as well. And not even that, too. Like, even – remember, we cracked the shits. I, I had the shits with you, too, Harry. Remember? Because um, – what's it? Caitlin, yeah, went to you. She didn't even like you. She thought you were a fucking prick. But then she goes out and believes your truth when it fits her hypothesis. That's what she, that, I'm like, okay, so you want to agree him now because he's like, you know, I asked Shannon to apologize. You didn't ask me to apologize. You know what I mean? I, I was going to do that anyway. That's just common courtesy. You know what I mean? But and I wasn't, I never said that I asked you to. I said that um, you and I discussed it and I was like, yeah, it's a, it's a good idea if you do it. Like 100%, you know, it's a good idea. And she, she used that as an excuse to devalidate your apology, like you didn't mean it sincerely. Yeah, that's exactly right. But that sort of proves it too. Do you remember how um, our relationships yeah, are people, that um, the people didn't get that shown? For people that don't know what we're talking about, this is the fact that you, at the end of the show, the reunion apologised to Caitlin and she tried to play it off like you weren't being sincere when you were being sincere. And she tried to play it off that you weren't being sincere because you and I simply discussed it. That's exactly right. But you, you, I've got the text message too, man. She's like, Harrison told you to apologise. Yeah, um, this is not on you. That's on her. Yeah. Why is she agreeing with you when she doesn't like you? Well, and all of a sudden, like, I agree with Harrison now because it fits, it fits into what I believe. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like it's like looking for a scapegoat to really to not actually give someone like if, if someone's got the balls to apologize to you, really the balls in your court. And instead of sort of like doing the right thing and going, you know what, it was toxic, you mistreated me, I didn't appreciate it, but I accept your apology, let's just move on, let's put it behind us. Instead of doing that, she's looked for the scapegoat to try and like cling on to it. And it's just like, well... This, the scapegoat was the weakest part of the argument, which was that you and I discussed that you should apologise and you went ahead and did it. Like, that's not really a reason to not forgive someone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's exactly right. She was never going to forgive me, mate. So don't even worry. I'm the, whatever. You know what I mean? It is what it is. You really care, though? Like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, yeah, it was shit. Yeah, like, you've owned it. It was a shit relationship and it was probably worse than what we saw. But you had the nous and the the balls to apologize. If she's not a big enough person to accept that, do you really care? No, well, it's not that it was really worse and it was shit, but it's like no one just goes up to someone randomly and go, you know, you this, you this, you this, you that, and throw it, you know, I look like a fucking turd with what I said. I was fucking brutal. But what did you say and what did you do in order for me to go that far? Well, what what did you what have did said you something? Say? You must have you must have done. Oh, I said it before, though. Remember, you know, I don't. I don't care if I meet your kid. You want to downgrade? Go back to your ex. That's after I said I loved her. You dickhead. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll. 
you know, you treat them like nothing, I'll treat you like nothing. Simple, but... So you were offended that she said that about your kid and your ex? Mostly my kid. Right. Because they're not like, what are you you doing here? It's like, oh, that's okay. You've got a kid, but I don't care if I meet your kid. Like, dude, you're going to meet it. Oh, so you felt like she was there being disingenuous, not there for the right reasons because she wasn't interested in meeting a huge part of your life. Yeah, pretty much. It was pretty even. Like, there was reasons for what I did as well. Yeah, and I never got Shannon. Would, yeah. like, let's make let's make Shannon look like absolute. Well, someone had to do it. Doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. You- I think all three of us are, are, are kind of in the same boat here. Where like Shannon, you've been said something right to, to you. Mm-hmm. You've reacted to it, but the 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 edit will only show your reaction to it and won't show what was said prior right which instantly makes you look like a bad person for no reason same with me with the whole shushing claire thing i look like an asshole because i shushed her but they're not going to show just how much she was talking and making a public scene and harrison um you're, you're you have to feel this one but the amount of, i remember you mentioning some time ago on a podcast or some shit uh that yeah they're, they're only showing your response to shit that like yeah when bronte like an, i don't know antagonized you or some shit um, I think the the worst one for me was really that the worst the worst edit that I saw was that they were cutting out specific things that I was I was addressing in say a discussion with Bronte that might have got heated or whatever. They were actually cutting out all of my arguments, my responses to what she was bringing up as an issue. So right. it, makes, it it actually makes it look like I just simply wasn't agreeing with her about something we'd just seen on television. And if I could give you like a few real quick examples, which was on the honeymoon, um, I said that I wasn't attracted to her. And then I was like, she was being totally calm, right? And I was like, I don't get what's with all these hysterics. But they don't show her like walking out, slamming a door, you know, at the end of the, at the honesty box challenge. And I'm like, you're just behaving like a child. Like just you can't sit and have an adult conversation, even if it's uncomfortable. Like, let's just get through it. Um, they would mm. edit, like they would edit out me going, you know, I sent that text message days ago. And then I've told you the morning of the commitment ceremony that I was going to write leave. Like you've got, you weren't blindsided. You, you weren't caught off guard. Like you knew full well that I was writing leave. And she's even doing voxies, like interviews on the show where she's like, I can't believe he wrote leave. I feel so blindsided. I'm like, you're not only gaslighting me, you're now gaslighting the audience. And you know, yeah, 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 yeah. You know who I blame for that? I don't blame her. She's not smart enough to think of that on her own. I blame production. They were leading her the entire time with that sort of shit. They edited out my arguments and they led her into storylines. There's no way Bronte yeah. shit on her own. No fucking way yeah. Bronte brought that shit on her own. So, but a person with half a brain would mate, suddenly realise, Harrison, like, you could even see how it was. Like, mate, she looked fake as fuck and she didn't actually want to be there. Like, yeah, I really like Harrison, mate. You can see right through that shit. Yeah, that's, like, that's, the, one really thing, like that. that's the one thing that they couldn't do. That's what we spoke about too in that pub, remember? Yeah. Like, let's just let's show these guys how fake they can fucking be because we wanted to run the narrative. But obviously, we feel, well, well. I failed miserably, but at least you got to go on and sort of prove it. Well, I think I think the thing for me is like 
even though even though all of those things happened where they edited it really badly and you know she got away with basically murder on that show for her to still come out at the end of the show looking as bad as she did you must wonder how bad she must have been if they didn't edit it all right if they really showed it in its true colors I, I don't I don't think she I think she'd be single for the rest of her life to be quite honest I think that she she'd be the most memorable villain of all time um and the the other thing I was going to say was um that yeah it's it's there's a lot of parallels in this with all of us I'll tell you what though I'll put I'll give one thing to Bronte as well like you know I love it how she revealed Mel because Mel didn't like that she had the spotlight. She was jealous of her. You could see right too. That's why she wanted to crack it with you and then she was all forced with you. Who cares about somebody else's relationship more than what they did? Like, seriously, well, why are you even asking the question? You want more airtime, Doug? I think she uh, I think she undermined a lot of the women on the show with she would hear things and then use it against them. And she would always use me as the proxy for that. But one thing I would say, guys, and I'm sure you guys could agree with me on this, is just the advice I'd give to the future people of maths is just mm. you're not going to get portrayed in the way you think you're going to get portrayed. Like, <clears throat> yeah, the network, the network will specifically edit scenes to completely remove your arguments, make you look like a gaslighting piece of shit, and they'll let your partner get away with it. Blue fucking murder. Yeah. Mm. And it yep, can happen. Yep. They've already got the, the storylines set. They've already got the personalities and agendas set for each cast member. Yeah. Yeah. And having said that, I'll put my pick because obviously like with that, I was one of the most humiliated people in Australia. Like don't even like people go, how's your mental health? How's this? How's that? Like it actually teaches you what a first world problem like really is. And you don't even worry about it. My headspace is fine, but that's why they're going to choose you in the first place. And they're not going to choose you. They see right through. They know if you've got thick skin or not. They've made your character before you've even gone on there. Yeah. Yeah. There's Go absolutely- in and have fucking fun. Seriously. There's absolutely- and there's another reason I stayed too is because I had a three-month membership there, <laughs> a gym membership, and I thought, fuck, I didn't want to lose out. Uh-huh. And I just wanted to stay. And I thought, like, oh, shit, I'm going home. Uh-huh. I, I, can't imagine, um, I can't imagine if they made Rupert the biggest villain on the show or, or Hugo. I can't imagine those guys really, like, handling it well. Do you know what I mean? I feel like they kind mm. of these out. They demonize these alpha males because they at least know that we can kind of take it. Like we're not going to take it that seriously. But I imagine if they went for like one of the softer guys, that's like not as um, not as thick skin. I imagine that. Uh, yeah, I don't think they'd cop it so well. Yeah, yeah. I'm fucking amazed at the way you've taken it. Has like. God, I, I don't know what I would do having to deal with the slack that you've gone through, mate. Like it's fucked, mate. I'm still getting. I get. I get mess. I got a bunch of messages yesterday from Norwegian people. It's like it's airing in Denmark or some shit, and I'm getting all these like abusive messages in like Swedish and shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> bro. I, I get you, fucking. I bet you translated in Google Translate today and see what they actually <laughs> say. Well, I was like, what do all these messages mean? And then, like, I'm tr- translating it and I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. Like, now I'm a piece of shit in Sweden. Nice. Yeah. But don't you guys realize, mm. like, you get that, you get all that hate mail. But the thing is, though, really deep down, you know your truth and you just end up laughing about it. 
Yeah, yeah, I just laugh about it now. I get called a drug addict and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Did you? I've had some blinders. I've had some comebacks too. It's like, why? Because I'd fuck your missus eight times over and make <laughs> you look like that because I'm fit as fuck. Did you ever <laughs> drugs? You ever take drugs in the lead up or on the show? Definitely not. Absolutely not. There, I hmm. think there was a couple that did, and I was devastated. I'm like, well, where was my fucking invite? And here I am, copping it. Jesse, I wonder if you'd like to touch on it all um, about any cast members that did take drugs during the filming of Maths. Oh, I, I'm sure it absolutely happened. Swinging it over to you, big fella. <laughs> did you not? Oh, did, I, you I, not I, uh, did you not hear about this? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, a couple of cast members that uh, you know quite well uh, regularly getting on the sniff on the weekends instead of hanging out with her partner. Yeah, you're talking about Claire. Maybe. Right. I would take it as I take that as a yes. No, listen, man. Claire is like such a sneaky person, man. Uh, to hear that doesn't surprise me one fucking bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was getting told. No, it doesn't she surprise is... me at all. I like the, 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 you said something earlier where, um, like Brozzy is saying things in Voxies that are just not, um, congruent with how she's behaving in real life, right? With you. Yeah. That's, that's the same as fucking Claire, mate. She's talking to the camera saying, I have so much respect for Jesse. I really admire him. I look up to him. He's this, he's that, saying all these nice things. Yet she's now here. She's been going out on the weekend on the on the bags. Like, I'm not surprised one bit. She's an absolute snake. Two-faced how could you, bullshit, mate. How could you cheat on someone you respect? Like. Yeah, it's horse shit. It's absolute horse shit. Yeah, proofs in the. If you really respected me and looked up to me and admired me, like why am why am I not coming out with you on the weekend doing bags? Like, it's fucking yeah. bullshit. Yeah, and the, the idea, we're, we're, the we're idea of, that was so rude. <laughs> the idea of the whole, the whole premise of the oh, show is that like, hide it too. like who cares? Even if she did or she didn't, or other people did, like come on, man, it's twenty twenty three. Every fucking second person's done it these days. All they do is who cares? Like in even in clear, yeah, because that's a touchy subject. Yeah, but right? Shannon, the, hide you, that ruins reputations. Whatever, mate. I've done it in my past. I've been twenty-one before. Who the fuck hasn't? Shannon, like big deal. Shannon, the issue isn't that she was doing a bit of blow, like fuck, you know, go crazy. The issue is that she was doing that oh. instead of spending time with her husband. Stereo twenty twenty-four. Like. <laughs> You know, like trying to make the relationship work, like the whole reason we were there. Oh, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty genuine, yeah. though. Like, you know, sometimes it's just a lot of the, uh, that's just 2023 people sometimes, mate. Party goers, whatever. Shannon's the She's only guy. Wasn't for you. This wasn't for you. Shannon's the only guy I've ever known to have an exposed nipple the entire time of a podcast. Oh, sorry. Remember, I'm in the tropics, boys. It's hot up here. <laughs> oh fuck! If you sign up, sign up to my OnlyFans. It's coming soon. Lol. 
Ah, if you guys could give any advice to future cast members, what would it be? Obviously, pay attention to your partner and don't do bad on the fucking weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Good advice, yeah. Oh, shit. Um, what can I say? If you're bisexual, like, that's it. Hey, mate, all, I'm forever. All, I focus on people on an individual spectrum as well. But, um, you know, sort of like know half and half what you want. Okay. Before you go on, okay. and don't fake it. You will get you will get slumped, mate. Some people do. Like unless you do, get advice from say Duncan. He played the best fucking hand, man. He, I will give it to him. He did very well. He looked like a star. He's a good looking dude too. I'll give him that. Yeah, Jesse. Honestly, I think the best piece of advice I could give it's is not a noble piece of advice. It's actually what was used against us. It's to, it's to make sure to go into the dinner parties with your own ammunition too, you know? Don't let your guard down and think that the better angels of human nature will not target you because they've people fucking will, man. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. More like. Now, you got, there is one more thing that we can all agree with. You are going to be introduced and they're going to say, don't go with Ali. Fucking be mates with him. Uh, Funny as yes. He's a legend. Yes. Oh, and they do. They put you off. Stay away. Stay away. Stay away. All the villains. Mate, not even villains. We're vigilantes. Like you said, we my, do advice, shit things. my advice would be um, do not trust the producers and do not think because yeah. – after after weeks and weeks and weeks of being on the show and building a rapport with these people, you think that there's trust there. You, you've divulged all this information about the intimacy of your relationship and you've poured your heart out in boxes. And that builds like a bit of a Stockholm Syndrome trust with your quote-unquote captors, which are the producers. Now, yeah. and, and what they do is they fill your head with the fact that they're there to protect you and they have your best interests at heart. And by and large, they probably think they do. What you don't realize is those people have a job to do and they're working for a multi-million dollar corporation whose sole purpose is to make a television show as impactful as possible to the viewer so that they can sell advertising space and create revenue, right? And in doing that, they will edit you exactly what they need to make people fucking hate you and they <laughs> will use everything against you. Don't trust the producers. Don't trust the network. These people aren't yeah. your friends. What these people yeah. are is they are gears, cogs in a machine that is slowly churning in order to create jobs for the next season. These people are simply securing their future employment. No. They're not there for your to be your friend. They're actually, you can think of it this way, all of the production and all of the network are actually, and all of the cast members are actually actively working against you the entire time you are there. And if you come out of it with a few yep. friends, great. But by and large, you're there to get fucked. Simple as that. <laughs> Maybe. Well Maybe. said, has. Yeah, that was very well said. But more, more importantly, just be optimistic. Have some fun. Like, even though we looked, some of us, well, I did. I looked miserable. I'll speak for myself. But, mate, it, it is a blast. 
Yeah. Do it too. Stay the fuck as long as you can. Go to if you can go to the retreats. Do it all. I missed out unfortunately, but mate, it's it's an experience that you'll never get again, and you you are going to want to stay. Don't be too caught up with the fame stuff either, like the whole followers and everything like that. You're going to get your following up, no doubt about it, but it is mass fans. It is not your target market if you're trying to build business. Some of you just might get lucky, but just saying. Yeah, well, I mean, if your target market is OnlyFans or whatever, it's probably good for that, but then you've got to ask yourself, do you want to live with that? Is that the person you want yeah, to be? I mean, you might get a couple. I don't want to be negative at all. Like, you, who knows? Like, that's exactly right, but everyone's all different but you you can't it has its perks but still be pretty a little bit fair income yeah i just wish don't, someone go, don't go in, don't go in. yeah and don't bang anyone either just before or don't let anyone know about it i just wish someone told us this shit you know what i mean yeah well like mm. the last year's crew was a little bit more aloof though weren't they yeah fuck that was a good season though their season what was is, the best i'll even admit it too like, is, wasn't it so good um, I want to ask you guys, how are you guys doing? Like, how's your how's your health after bouncing back from all this? Jess? Um, I'm in a pretty good spot at the moment. I think um, I've been – I describe MAPS as three phases. There's the filming, there's the having to watch it back, and then there's all the goodies that happen after. The, the, the worst of it was filming and having to watch it back. I was at a, literally a lifetime low. It was so fucking hard, man. Um, and then once it was all over, you get to go out in public. and Because all of the hatred, right, is localized online. It's all in the comment section. When you turn that off and go out in public, people fucking love you. No one is a rude no one's rude to you. Yeah, in I agree 100%. And they're like, oh, that's not how they promoted you on television. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm lucky that I'm, I'm lucky that I was one of the few cast members that got a character arc. You know, I started off with an edit of an asshole and then turned into this whatever, I don't know, angel, whatever word you want to describe me as. So uh, that was assisting to my mental health. But and that's not what I'm saying. I got a half decent edit, and I still struggled. So to watch what you both went through, I can't fucking imagine what well, what you both went through. I'm kind of lucky because my job isn't affected by public scrutiny. Like <clears throat> when I walk into a client's house to do their renovation, most of the time they're like ecstatic to have me there because they ask me a bunch of questions about the show, and the, you know they. Through the process of getting to know me, they realized that it's all bullshit and it was all fake, right? Whereas yeah. I feel like if I was in your job, Jesse, where I rely solely on the public coming to me and requesting me for my services, I mean, a bad edit could have potentially destroyed your entire business. Yeah. The, what's so ironic is that I, I had to thank Claire for cheating on me in order for my character arc to change or else I would have been stuck in the, what they had already pigeonholed me in yeah. as this asshole shushes they women. They didn't want to change your character arc to benefit you at the exchange of, at the expense of her. They didn't want to do that because I know for a fact that Claire was one of the favorites for our season. She had connections to John Walsh. We all knew that who's a, a big wig in channel nine um production loved her 
and you know they they wanted her in there and they wanted to make her the golden girl this season. Mm. Well, that fucking okay. bit him in the ass because they had the, they had the fucking golden boy right in me, man. Like, like look at my story. I've been single for seven and a half years. I'm a marriage celebrant. I drive home alone off after all these weddings, lonely. Right, that is the freaking sob story in the heart. That's a tearjerker right there. And I, man, to just get that the rug pulled out from beneath me on that one, I just couldn't believe it. Another thing, all my girlfriends in the past have never done the right thing by me, man. They've I've been mistreated really fucking badly in the past. And now to go on this show and be mistreated by a, a fourth partner in my time, like, man, man. I, and I feel Channel 9 absolutely fucked it. I would have made a much more, a, a much better golden boy than Claire could ever make a golden girl. Do you think, do you think there's an element of some of the cast being matched for success, some of the cast being matched because they think that they'll go some of the distance and then other people in the cast being completely mismatched so that the wheels fall off in this fucking big ball of fire and we all get to watch it? Of course, man. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I feel just, like Dan and Sam. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, Dan, Dan and Sandy were, were absolutely that case. I think they absolutely wanted them to crash and burn. Um, yeah, bro, I think they just want all different dynamics to happen to i think what's that saying they're just trying to cast a wide net and if they get all these different types of drama happening within the entire cast then yeah like they achieve their goal for example if i liken it to myself and then you can talk on it soon in a second as well if i liken it to my own time um i said specifically that my issue in my previous relationship was that um my ex-partner wasn't from Sydney, had roots in another part of New South Wales. Uh, that's where she was born. That's where her parents are. And so it was a concern of mine that if the relationship didn't work out, that, you know, I wanted someone that was either based in Sydney or had made a commitment to living in Sydney, right? And then... They matched me with a girl from fucking Western Australia, from Perth, literally the other side of the fucking continent, right? Like yeah. a five-hour plane ride at, at the quickest, a five-hour plane ride. That's, you know, and then the other thing was that I wanted someone that was trustworthy and they matched me with like the fakest person from the other side of the continent they could possibly have found. Like that, and the other thing was, is I said very, very like openly, like I'm usually attracted to tall athletic blondes. That's what I'm attracted to. That's who I'm in a relationship with now. And not only did they match me with an untrustworthy person from the other side of the continent, they found the shortest brunette they could at the same time. Like it was literally the polar yeah. opposite. It was the polar opposite of everything I said that I was attracted to or I was looking for in a partner. Yeah, all those interviews are at the beginning is to try to grease drama out of you. They're not listening to a fucking thing you're saying about your preferences or what we're saying about our preferences and shit. No, no. Bro, that fucking, my my whole Icklist thing, I sat in that interview for two hours, told them all about my life 
and they take the 45 seconds where, uh, yeah, where I talk about the ick list, which was their idea. I didn't come up with no ick list idea. That was theirs. Yeah. Fuckers. So the, the whole thing where I'm sitting there going like, girls think I'm hot, that was all egged on by the producer that I had sitting there like saying like, do women, mm. find you, do women find you attractive? And I was like, yeah, I guess so. I'm pretty successful dating. And she goes, give it to me in a sentence. Like, what do you think women think yeah, about you? And I'm like, right. I'm like, oh, um, I don't know. Like women think I'm all right, I guess. Like I've seemed to do quite well with women. And she's like, no, no, shorten it. Like give it to me really punchy now. Like women think I'm hot. And I'm like, I don't want to say that. And she's like, just do it. And that's the thing that actually ended up making it onto the show was me sitting there going like, yeah, women think yeah, I'm hot. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah, that was all completely led by a yeah. So when, when people... Fucked, mate. The, the I'm, biggest, I'm not surprised. People always go like, is it scripted? It's like, no, it's not scripted, but it's heavily produced. Yeah. Yeah, it's heavily guided, heavily pushed, heavily fucking... Yeah. Which is why which is why I don't think Bronte came up with those um the idea to act bewildered going into the uh, coming out of the commitment ceremony and all of the stuff that happened with her I don't think that was her one bit I think she's vindictive and spiteful and lies and all that sort of stuff that's fine but production helped her so much bro there was actually something that mm. you there was something that you didn't see, Jesse, um, that never made it to air, which was at the last dinner party, um, she confessed to lying about everything. I called her out for all of it. She confessed to all of it. And none of that ever made it to air because it didn't suit their fucking storyline. Yeah. Not surprised, bro. I, I feel feel sorry for all of us in a way, you know. feel sorry for this upcoming cast. You know, they got no idea. What they're what what they're in right now. Yeah, you know, with this, uh, and let's talk about the new cast for a second. Um, it, it, I know now I've got the insider intel, boy. It's now the second week of weddings. So what's today? Wednesday. So this is wedding eight being filmed. Got filmed today. So wedding nine and ten happening tomorrow. They're acting, and- they're acting like they're having this first gay couple on maths. Like we didn't just sit through. Eight weeks of Rupert and Ollie having a homoerotic relationship. <laughs> nice call, bro. <laughs> Good one. This podcast is getting shut down tomorrow. <laughs> oh mate, I'm, I'm I'm already not looking forward to the little cutouts that they'll do and fucking stitching together on fucking TikTok and. I don't whatever. Uh, Fuck them, mate. Fuck them I all. I don't edit my podcasts at all. Eh? It's just free range, bro. Yeah, but someone's gonna listen. We know someone's gonna listen to this and <laughs> and be like, take this bit and that bit and this bit, and then and then put it together. You know what else we're we're gonna get? Which I mentioned before to you to the before the podcast. We're gonna get a whole squad of people going, oh, my God, it happened so many months ago and they're still talking about it. Oh, get over it. <laughs> yeah, you guys just want your five minutes again. <laughs> like, like, um, Yeah, you guys are losing fame and you're just trying to claw it back. Shut yeah, no, yeah like, I think we get that. Yeah, you're on. We, yeah, you're famous for about five minutes and then you've forgotten about it. Yeah, we know. Okay, cool. 
But while it's still hot, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, but like the thing is, it's still interesting. It's it's still like interesting to hear what goes on behind the scenes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that. And another thing, I'm having this conversation with you guys because I want to have a fucking chat with you guys. Yeah. I'm not fucking saying this shit for any fucking anyone else. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, mate. I, so, I never, yeah, you said it was unedited. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. But, oh, well. It is what it is. At least people get the real ass arm. Oh, I like talking yeah. to you guys. Yeah. Talk fans up. 100%. Look at us. I'm doing an Uber Eats order. Sorry, I couldn't contact you before, boys. I was, yeah, I was driving. So I had to, um, yeah, just have you on loud speaker and shut up and listen. But you yeah, have my full attention. I've been listening. Yeah, Shannon, your pupils are looking uncharacteristically small these days. <laughs> oh, really? It's because I'm just on a shitload of gear. Like, yeah. Zeke. They're all on drugs. Who dealt them to them? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm doing a cold delivery. How cute is that, huh? How genuine. Some of us are genuine. Mate, the thing is, people were actually giving you shit for being an Uber driver. And I was like, this guy's doing like a fucking, like, he's an essential service. Why are you giving him shit for that? <clears throat> it was probably Sandy because I'm better than her cousin at it. <laughs> <laughs> I took all these orders. You know what? But it is like the 21st century, yeah? Like, I can clock on and off whenever I want. I have a job everywhere in Australia. Like, dude, I've been from state to state. And I don't work for Uber. I work for myself. They just give me the jobs. And it's also <laughs> like, what's the average work wage? Seven fifty, Man, I, I can double that some weeks. So, fuck you. And I have time to be with you, boys. Oh, Jesse. I'm losing it as well. Oh, I try sorry. To hold... right. <laughs> no, actually, sorry, I'm not sorry. Hold on, this lady wanted twiggy sticks. So I've got to find the twiggy sticks. I'm trying to keep it together. I'm trying to keep it together. Does she want mild or spicy? Because there's no bad luck. She's getting mild. <sighs> Fucking hell. Ah, boys. All right, oh, yeah. boys. I'm going. I'm going on a hot date tonight. Nice. Oh, nice. I was actually going to my... mention that too. Like how you were talking about before about being the golden boy, mate. You don't need to worry about that, Jess. How the tables have turned. Just remember, if you have an itch down there, go get it looked at, boy. Yeah. Thank you. No, Janelle's been Absolutely. on my case about uh, being clean down there. So yeah. No, it's all. Yeah, as far as I you, know, you pick uh, the angels, mate. Boys, as long um, as they don't have fucking rocks in their pocket, you're sweet. Any last, um, any last words before we wrap this up? Nah, guys, it was. I'm privileged to be on with you guys and see you guys again. That was great. Hopefully, it's, there's more of it. I'll see you more in person too. It's a, yeah, it's, a real, um, it's a real honor that I get to call you guys mates. Honestly, it's if there's one thing that I got at least out of the show, it's a, it's a, it's a good group of friends that I didn't have before. Yeah. So. That's one thing you're going to add to these next people too. Like you're going to have friends there that you will not be able to relate with in another way. It's different. Like it is still special. Yeah. Yeah. Brace it. Like you'll have friends for life and you'll, you, 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 no one else can relate to it as well. Like I can talk to you guys about it. Like you can understand where, like, I don't want to say outside people, you know, people that haven't done that reality television stuff before, like, you know, they can't sort of understand. Yeah, they haven't been. So special. Yeah, no, nah, they never will. No. Yeah. And if you can make mm. a bit of quid, get your cock out or your titties out on OnlyFans. 
Why not? Do it. Not me, though. Not Harrison, because he's such a good boy, even though he's a previous stripper. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't done it, mate. Oh, mate, look, I'm, I've, I'm just in a different place in my life now. Yeah. See, little Shannon just doesn't want to come out and play. Like, he just can't do it. He's just camera shy when it comes to, uh, yeah, no one wants to see my little chicken skin. Get it out, mate. My final... My final words are make sure you tune into my Thirsty Thursdays. Yeah. Great content every Thursday. I have actually haven't posted it today yet. My bad. I'll have to get onto that. But then I also wanted to say, Has, good luck with your boxing match against fucking what's-his-face. Oh, mate. <clears throat> bro, I've been training so hard for this. It's it's not going to come down to any luck, but I appreciate it. Thank you very much. But um, nah, all the best. Feel, are we coming down for that or what? We, I, feel fucking, down. I feel fucking deadly. Like, I feel fucking deadly. So yeah. we'll see. See how it goes. Uh, hopefully. Nice. <laughs> right. right, boys. Thank you very much for your time. I love you both. And uh, we'll talk soon. No worries, awesome. matey. Take it easy, boys. Good to hear from nice. you. All right. All the best. I'll talk to you soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.